0: Strange sightings, paranormal experiences, folktales, and superstitions. Hi, I'm your host and creator D. born and raised in Santa Fe, New Mexico. And no, it's not part of Mexico. These are true stories that New Mexicans have experienced. Welcome to Tales from the Land of Entrapment. thing. Let's play house. Please change my dress. We can change our dresses now, goodness knows. Now you got a wardrobe full of pretty clothes. For nursery school, you're crisp and cool. For summer, there's a playtime set. In winter, purr, your collars, purr, in a coat as cute as you can get. I love you. You love Just pull the ring. You never know what she'll say next. Tell me a story. It's a pretty catchy commercial intro, don't you think? Chatty Cathy was produced from 1960 to 1964. Mattel also reissued Chatty Cathy dolls twice in 1969 with the voice of Maureen McCromick from Brady Bunch and again in 1998 and 1999 for collectors. Chatty Cathy was the first sure-fine talking doll hit with her pull-string talking mechanism and phrases such as please brush my hair. She captured the hearts of the entire generation of little girls. Dolls are one of the most likely objects to become haunted because they have human forms and are ideal vessels for residual energies and spirits. If something tragic happens to the owner, or if the owner suffers intense, unhappy, negative energy, the bad energy can be transferred to the doll, which creates residual energy. A residual haunting is not a ghost, but a replay of a past event. This is like a recording that can be played many times, and the story always unfolds in the same way. The person in a residual haunting is completely unaware and unaffected by your presence. This is because it isn't a spirit or a ghost, but the echo of events that have once passed. Residual energy can be a doormat for long periods of time. But if the doll goes for a new home and owner, and the place and person have the right energy, the residual personality can become activated and cause phenomenon in the house. Spirits can be attracted to the dolls and take up residence in them, and they... They can range from low-level tricksters to more hostile and powerful entities. Dolls can also become haunted if they are deliberately used in spirit summonings and spellcasting works. In such cases, spirits are invited to inhabit the dolls. Removing the dolls from the premises alleviates the haunting phenomenon in the house, in most cases. Sometimes, binding spells must be performed on dolls to keep pesky spirits from getting loose and causing havoc. Now it's time for Alma's story. I was 23 years old, my daughter was 3 years old at the time. My daughter and I went to spend the night at my best friend's house at the time during summertime. It must have been like 10 or 11 at night. The weather was nice outside, but there was a slight wind blowing outside. We could hear the wind blow from her bedroom window since it was open, we couldn't sleep everyone else in the house was asleep behind her house there was a park because we couldn't sleep we went into the kitchen to get some snacks and we opened up the window because we saw someone walk by but when we opened the windows we saw swings swinging by themselves but at this point there was no more wind all of a sudden by the window we heard a mechanic doll's voice talking we went running to the room, like scared little girls, even though we were adults. After that, we were curious to see if there was a doll. Who'd it belong to? What did it say? We went back to the kitchen and opened the back door. But there was no toys, no dolls outside. We freaked out. Fast forward to Christmas. The same friend invited me to her house for Christmas. Once her little cousins opened her present, it was a doll. When she pulled the string, it was the exact same voice that we heard that night. My friend freaked out. She grabbed the doll and threw it outside. Months had passed, and my friend asked me to spend the night with her again. After my friend threw it away back on Christmas day, like it was for 100% gone. We heard the voice again, in the exact same spot as last time. We didn't wait to see what it was this time. We went outside right away, but again, there was nothing. I don't know what Alma was talking about when she said it looked like a regular doll. When she showed me the picture of what it looked like, it gave me the chills immediately. Her pale blue eyes look so realistic. Dolls in general have always creeped me out, especially porcelain dolls. I can feel their eyes following me. Speaking of porcelain dolls, I remember one time I was in sixth grade and my friend had invited me over to spend the night at her house. She would constantly tell me about how her house was haunted And I believed her the second we were on the second floor of the house. It felt like we were being watched. We went to her room. It was massive. She had a love seat couch in the corner where she'd play video games. She was a tomboy and dressed like a boy, acted like a boy. So it struck me weird how she had porcelain dolls on the top of her bed frame. And it wasn't just one doll. Maybe they had sentimental value to her. I never asked. We were telling ghost stories, then got bored, and started playing video games around 1 or 2 in the morning. I kept staring at her dolls because they made me feel so uneasy. Then all of a sudden, one of the dolls slowly tipped forward and fell on her bed. She saw it happen, too. We both jumped up and screamed. We were running downstairs to her parents' bedrooms, crying. I felt bad for her parents now. Her mom walked us back up and removed the doll off the bed. I just thought that story was a coincidence because a porcelain doll my friend had looked like Chatty Cathy. Next Monday, I'll be sharing a story from a fellow podcaster's New Mexico's experience when she visited. I guess you can call this a collab. Sierra loves all things spooky as well. If you're looking for another scary podcast to listen to, hers is called creepers and spooks and her thank you until next time e that's all spooky